Welcome to the Hot Content Marketing Podcast, here to provide you with tips, tricks, inspiration, and advice on how to market your business online. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner, this is the place for you, as I chat to each of our expert guests about what's working right now. Hi Gav, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Nat. How are you? I am great. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Yes, I am very, very good. Would you just like to introduce yourself? Tell us who you are and what you get up to? Of course, I can start from the very beginning. Um, Please do. So I, I grew up in the Shetland Islands, way up north, as far north as you can go in the UK and uh, had a very sheltered life up there. <laughs> I don't think I've watched any Disney films ever which kind of shocks people but we did have wi-fi yeah uh, yeah but we did have wi-fi up there um and i guess my kind of watch them on a video though you could, you could but my, my childhood was like growing up on a farm with a plastic rifle pretending to be a soldier oh it's so, so cute yeah so never watched anything like that um but yeah and then uh, i guess uh my i started showing symptoms of the entrepreneurial world when i was 14 and I uh, built my first website, basically buying and selling stuff from China. Uh, and then what happens when everybody reaches the age of 18 in Shetland is they move down south to go to university, um, mostly in Scotland. But I, I didn't want to go to university. I always knew I wanted to set up my own business. I just didn't know how to go about doing it. So um, searching online, found a, a thing called the Peter Jones Enterprise Academy, which was a, a one-year course where you had to go with a business idea and, and set that business up in the year. You now I set a company up where I was putting uh, personal trainers into corporate environments to run corporate fitness sessions. And um, had a few clients in Manchester, but really failed to, failed to make that really work. And I moved back to Edinburgh 2014 and, and set up the Facebook ad agency that I run today. And now we're, we're working with clients all over the world, um, everything from small chiropractic practices to household names and, and football clubs here in the UK. And then the other part of, of what I do now is also a vlogger. So end of 2016, I started doing a, a weekly vlog, which kind of exploded last year. Um, so last year, I think the videos on Facebook were, were viewed about one and a half million times, which is pretty cool. Wow. Um, so that's me. So Facebook ads and, and videos is my thing. Definitely. So how did you get into the, um, the vlogging? It was kind of, uh, so I was running the business. I'd been running the business for maybe a year, a year and a half. And I thought it'd be cool to start documenting that um, and showing people what it's like to run a business as a young person mm -hmm. and to try and really like share the, the good bits and the bad bits of running a business. So if I'm sat in the office at 10 o'clock at night or, or whatever it may be. So I started kind of doing that and, and, showcasing that but I found that it was I was getting maybe one or two thousand views and it was mostly just friends and family that were watching it mm. and I was asking myself like why why is that why is it not getting any bigger um, I kind of came to the conclusion it's because nobody really wants to watch a stranger um, the, the vlogs at the time were just all about me and literally just about my life mm. um, which is very hard to get a, a random person in because why would you watch someone's, someone else's life? Mm. And so I then started to make the vlogs about other things like getting out in the Scottish Highlands or going for a walk and 
that brought in people that were interested in in those things who then became interested in me so the vlogging what started off as a just a way to document what i was doing uh but then has slowly turned into um doing other kind of fun personal stuff because you do it quite a lot that's focused on scotland don't you yeah um so yeah i guess that makes sense it's about drawing people in to you first by if they don't already know you by something else that through something else that they're they're interested in whether it's scotland or whatever yeah 100 percent. like gary vaynerchuk talks about hacking culture and when he talks about that he basically means what things can you go out and create content about to bring that audience into you because mm. if you just start creating documenting your journey like, like i say your friends and family love it because they just want to know what you're up to and you might get other people that come in and, and watch but it's very hard until you actually make a video about let's say edinburgh and then you get people in that are interested in edinburgh not necessarily interested in you at, at the beginning but then once they watch that video if they enjoy it they might go oh what else has this guy got definitely so i suppose it's been a key part of you building your personal brand because you have, you are building this this personal brand, and I guess vlogging is key to that, isn't it? Hundred percent, totally. Yeah, and you obviously really enjoy it. Oh yeah, it's great fun. Yeah. Nothing, nothing beats getting out and uh, taking the camera and going on an adventure and, and showing people, showing people yeah. that. But what I suppose what puts a lot of people off is well, a they feel um, intimidated, a bit nervous to do it, but also maybe intimidated by the, the tech and the equipment mm -hmm. that you need. What do you use? So, so now, I mean, I use a, a, a big DSLR camera and an external mic, and I've got, I've got all the kit now. But when I first started the videos, I just used my phone. Did just you? Pick, picked up my phone every day and, and spoke into that. Uh, and then I bought a little point-and-shoot camera. Uh, and my, my philosophy when it comes to equipment is always start with what you have, even if that is a crappy little phone, just start with it and, and then start to upgrade your equipment. I mean, if you have the money, but also when you feel restricted with what you're using. So that, that's the philosophy I, I use for everything. So with my editing software, I used to use iMovie because it was free and it was on my Mac already. Mm. But then I bought Final Cut Pro when I felt restricted with iMovie. Same with my camera equipment. And the same with, um, I've just started a podcast as well is that is all recorded and, and edited like on my phone. But eventually, probably one day, I'll have a microphone set up and things. Um, I bet you will. <laughs> but it's, it's, just, it's just starting what you have with what you've got and, and making the most of it. Yeah, definitely. So has your vlogging led to any kind of... Because obviously if you're featuring particular areas in Scotland or you're going to a particular location or whatever, has it led to any kind of collaborations or people employing you almost to to vlog about their attraction or anything yeah definitely so i i mean i started the vlogging not as a way to make money mm. uh, as some creators do just started it as a bit of a hobby and as i say to document something i was already doing so the business was the main or is the main earner for me um and, and so i've been quite lucky when when brands have come to me you know asking for things to turn the majority of them away because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not interested in making a video that doesn't sit well with me for the money. Mm. Um, so I've been asked to do things like tour a fish factory and, and they've offered good money, but I said no, cause it's, it doesn't sit right with me, yeah. but I have, um, I've worked with the likes of Scott rail. So the train company in Scotland, which was good fun. They basically, mm -hmm. um, sent me out on a, a day trip and 
it worked really well because I mean I would have been using their trains anyway to get to where I was going and so yeah. they but to collab with them and that was cool um there's been and also the the tourist body in Shetland I've worked with them which is cool again cool because when I go to Shetland I make some videos and so it makes sense to work with yeah. brands that uh, enhance my video as opposed to me making a video for for them and obviously just doing it for the money that's such a nice story though because you are obviously so passionate about Shetland aren't you and um it's so lovely that you can now combine you know your vlogging and, and what you do as a job with um with your home town and home area it's lovely yeah it's great i mean it's it's it works for me because that's what i'm doing anyway it works for them because they can use the numbers that we get in our video to show that what they're doing as a tourist body in terms of promotion and awareness of Shetland is working. Mm. I think next step, um, you as the face of Shetland, you need to be on some huge posters. Um, yeah, for Shetland, visit Shetland. Yeah, get a big like billboard up. Yeah, it's just a thought. It's my face. <laughs> so the other um, side to what you do is obviously um, Facebook ads, isn't it? Yeah. In concentrating quite a lot on video for Facebook ads. For those who don't really have a lot of experience in either, could you sort of tell us how that how that works? Yeah, so I mean, Facebook advertising in its most simplest form, probably everyone listening to this has probably seen the boost button when they post something on Facebook and it says boost this post to reach more people. I mean, that's Facebook ads in its simplest form where you're spending a little bit of money to get your, your post or your, your content out to a group of people. Um, so from the Facebook ads point of view, we or I manage and set up and manage campaigns for um, businesses across the world and also have a, a Facebook ad training program that people can buy into and, and learn how to do it themselves. And it's, I mean, when I first started the company, I, I, I was focusing more on social, but found that there was a little space in the Facebook ad world that no one had really taken in the UK and decided to, to go after it. Um, and for me personally, I just feel it's the, currently it's the best advertising product out there when you compare it to newspaper, TV, radio, um, the ability to pinpoint your message to the exact person uh, and then get all the tracking to see whether or not it's worked is, is better than any other platform. Um, and then when you add Facebook to it, sorry, when you add video to it, it just makes the whole thing a lot more powerful. Cause if you, I'm a big fan of kind of analyzing your own consumer behavior if you go on your Facebook feed right now, 99% of the things there are video. So if we can create create video that people are interested in and then use Facebook ads to promote that out to the groups of people that are interested in that content, then you can you can get huge amounts of views and, and reach for, for next to nothing. Mm. And what kind of videos, so like the clients that you work with, um, are you encouraging people to sort of create their own videos? How produced do they need to be not like to be honest not not very at all so uh, it's, a, it's a question that i get asked a lot is i don't want to post an iphone shot video because our brand is all about being high-end or whatever and i do get that yeah at, at the same time when you look at again when you look at a facebook feed 99 percent of it is iphone shot mm. um and so if you're if you are to create a nice polished corporate video that costs five grand probably not actually going to do very well when you when you post it on Facebook. So you just have to be mindful of what type of content are people wanting to see, what type of content are people consuming on their 
and then how can we create something that's related to our brand and, and get it on there and then and the kind of main thing i always say is keep it either uh, entertaining or informative mm, either or yeah or both or both if you can so the other thing i suppose that puts a lot of people off is the um the budget that they have so um obviously i work with a lot of um, individuals and smaller businesses who don't have a huge monthly budget at all really for something like facebook ads would you say it's really the only kind of thing that really the only kind of thing that's worth doing if you have a huge budget to put behind for ad spend or would you say there's a minimum amount and below that it's really not worth doing or not no, so you can, I mean, you can start advertising on Facebook from as little as a pound a day. Um, so I wouldn't say there's any um, budget that's not worth doing. But I mean, obviously, you're going to get more reach and views and et cetera if you're spending £10 or £100 a day versus £1 a day. Mm. But that £1 a day might get you in front of an extra 50, 100, 20 people, uh-huh. for example. Um, and so who wouldn't want to get in front of an extra 20, 30, 50, 100 people. Yeah. And so, so you can start from as little as a pound a day and that could be, you might want to, that could be, for example, writing a blog post and promoting that out to your, your target audience for a pound a day, or that might be doing uh, slightly more clever things like retargeting people that have visited your website for a pound a day. Mm. So one of, one of the things that I have running all the time is a, uh, website retargeting audience so if anyone has visited my website they'll get a retargeting ad um, and that just sits running at one or two pounds a day every day because the audience isn't a huge isn't a massive number and so you can afford to just spend one or two pounds a day to to hit everybody that's coming onto your website yeah and obviously i don't want to get too technical but um again for for beginners what would you say is the difference and and sort of the the benefits of um boosting a post as opposed to creating an actual ad yeah i mean to be honest the the kind of boost feature is getting better and better and um it used to be before that if you were to boost a post you're you're kind of having to be pretty general in the types of people that you were targeting Mm -hmm. now you can actually be much more specific and and so there's not actually anything wrong with boosting a post i would just say um what, what tends to happen is people that use the boost post but, button aren't actually thinking their strategy through versus people that are, using, are going through the ads manager and creating it properly. Mm. And so there's nothing wrong with using the boost button as long as you have a strategy behind it. Um, but kind of if you're thinking big campaigns, what you really want to be doing in a big campaign is, is split testing lots of different audiences. So saying, I'll just use geography as an example creating different audiences to target maybe UK, US, Ireland, New Zealand, Australia, to see which country performs best. Mm-hmm. And you're also wanting to split test different adverts to see which image is working best, for example. That's something that you can't do when you boost the post. Right, yeah. Um, but when you're doing it through the ads manager, you can, you can create one campaign with 100 different ads going out so you can see which ad actually performs best. Mm. God, it's such a huge topic, isn't it? So your course, what's the name of the course? It's called Amplify. Amplify. Yeah. And so how does that take people through the, um, the so, so, so basically I, I've worked with, so I've been doing this for two years now, working with brands, and I found that there was a lot of people coming to me that 
it didn't make sense to hire me to run their ads for them. So either didn't have the budget or their product wasn't wor worth paying a management fee on top of their ad spend. Um, and so I decided to build a program that basically walks people through everything they need to know from the very beginner steps of what does some of the terms mean within the Facebook advertising space, uh, giving a tour of the platform uh, all the way to module seven, where you're actually building your own Facebook advertising funnel and you know how to set it up and to manage it. So it's basically walking, walking people through everything they need to know to run Facebook ads. Brilliant. That's great. Well, that's been a brilliant overview. Thank you so much. And um, would you just let people know um, how they can get in contact with you, where they can find the Amplify course and how they can connect with you? Totally. So my, my name everywhere online is Mr. Gavin Bell. So you can go to my website, mrgavinbell.com or find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube under at Mr. Gavin Bell. Um, and the, rather than sending people to my course, I've got a free guide on Facebook ads that people can go to. Uh, which is Mr. Gavin Bell forward slash blueprint. Brilliant. It's always a joy to speak to you, Gavin. It Likewise, really... Natalie. <laughs> Lovely. I'll catch up with you soon. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you. For more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.